cool. I needed to have just a little bit more misery added to this situation. <laughs> Welcome to Geeks Without God with Tim Wick, Nick Glover, and Molly Glover. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We don't recognize moral authority. We don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks, geeks without God. This week on Geeks Without God, we are discussing The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Normally, we don't offer spoil alerts for discussions about video games, but in this case, we think it's appropriate. Spoilers abound! We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks without God. Welcome to Geeks Without God. I'm your host, Tim Wick, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Molly Glover. Hello, it's me, Molly Glover. Zoom, zoom. And Nick Glover. Hey, technically. Technically. <laughs> technically. Yeah, uh, you know, the, the the non-existent pandemic continues to uh, provide challenges for us. We continue to record uh, remotely a lot of the time. Nick currently uh, is a little under the weather. And uh, <laughs> so we are... We are staying separated as... He as, got uh, the vid. It happened. Well, yeah. You know, uh, trying to stay positive, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> it I happens. may or may not have the vid as of... I remain unaffiliated as of right now. <laughs> as of right now, Molly is the only member of our podcast uh, team who has not had COVID, but uh, that could change it, any day. Yeah. Give it 12 hours. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> but, uh, you know, if you're going to be stuck home with COVID, you could uh, do worse than play a video game. And what video game just came out on the 12th of May, 2023? It is Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. And the Ooh. three of us have been playing the game and we are going to talk about it. And uh, we are at different points in the game, but I, I'm still going to say that we are likely to spoil the shit out of it. I mean, it's a video game, uh, but it has a story. There is a story that's going on. And uh, if you don't want to know what that story is, then uh, I'm going to suge uh, suggest go play some Tears of the Kingdom and come back. I will say I, I don't plan on talking about what little story I know yet. Uh, Nick is further ahead than me, so I would hope that he's not going to talk too much about the story. He knows that I don't, uh, and Tim is furthest behind, so I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it for our own enjoyment. So, like, I think, we can talk about things that are pretty obvious, like everyone knows about. Yeah, you know? I I think like in a, a non-story elements about gameplay in the world are kind of what I was going to focus on, which still. Could be a spoiler to some. It could be. That's a good I, point. That's a good point. But I, you know, I, I, there's so much to talk about outside of the story um, that I think, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, it's just kind of that generic warning to our listeners. If uh, if you don't want to know anything about Tears of the Kingdom, you will probably learn things on yeah, this uh, podcast. Mm -hmm. So uh, Tears of the Kingdom, as I said, came out May 12th, which uh, I remember the date because it's my anniversary. Thank you, Nintendo. <laughs> for that happy anniversary present, mostly, if not all, to me and none to my long-suffering wife. <laughs> I, uh, I have been a Zelda addict since the original Legend of Zelda on the NAS. I spent many an hour playing through uh, the Legend of Zelda uh, in the, the first and uh, second adventure, for, for those of you that don't recall, that after you completed the game for once, you could uh, complete it again. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, so I've I've been a Legend of Zelda fan for a long time. I go way back. Uh, I think Nick and Molly are similar. Yep. Mm -hmm. 
I've been playing since the original as well. I have only ever beaten Breath of the Wild, but I also have only ever beaten two video games in my whole life, and one of them is Breath of the Wild, and the other one is Assassin's Creed 2. So uh, beating video games isn't really something I do very often, so that just shows how much I love Zelda. There you go. Yeah, it's more about playing than it is about beating, at least it, it mm -hmm. is for me. So the the, the non-spoiler part of it, because it's literally the first thing that happens in the game, is... Uh, that uh, this for uh, Zelda is the first true sequel game. It takes place within, uh, we presume, months to possibly uh, a year or two of the end of Breath of the Wild. Mm -hmm. uh, and Link and Zelda go on a, uh, what I would say is ill-conceived <laughs> uh, cave tour. And, they just uh, keep going down. They're like, let's just keep going down these stairs. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> yeah. And it turns out a lot of things could go wrong. And uh, so the game is about trying to fix all the things that have gone wrong. I I think there have been sequels, but they're not quite as, they're not as like, you know, two months later, next game picks up. But I think Spirit Tracks and Phantom Hourglass and then I think Majora's Mask and say, Ocarina of Time. I think Majora's Mask is a sequel to Ocarina of Time because you have then, the Ocarina. Yeah. And then everyone's favorite game, Adventure of Link, is Zelda 2. And I think that is a se direct sequel, same world mm. as Zelda. Uh, and then... Uh, um, no, Tim, no. I would, not, <laughs> I would not call that one a sequel. It's a, it's a totally... Different game, Link. Story-wise, though. Yeah, it's it, but mm, eh, I don't know. And then, like, uh, I think, like, Link to the Past, Link's Awakening, and Link Between Worlds are somehow related. But eh, whatever. I mean, yeah, I know it, how they're related. They all have Link in them. Oh, and uh -huh. and they're, most they're most linked. of them. Aha, aha. But, but they're they're not the same in the way these are the same because these use like literally the same map. Yeah. Yeah, it's the uh, same overworld map that that uh, you have in uh, in in Breath of the Wild. They they change things up. Some some yeah. things have some things have uh, you know uh, the the towns are different a little bit. A little uh, bit, and like, but like a lot, like the old ruins are still there. You know, the ones where you would find ancient parts or whatever in Breath of the Wild. Those ruins still exist. Mm -hmm. They're just even more overgrown, which is pretty cool. Uh, some of the same characters are there, but it uh, it definitely feels like uh, they've they've aged a bit. So yeah. it's hard to say how long. I was under the impression it had been more than a more than a couple years, like two or three years was the was the impression I was getting uh, from the just the the way people were talking. But uh, maybe maybe I'm wrong. I don't know if there is an official thing anywhere. I, I have not uh, seen one, but nor have I gone to look because I've been uh, yeah. too busy well, playing the game in just about any free time I can I can manage to muster up for the last couple yeah. of weeks. So I, there, I think you know some of the Zelda games are like literally ten thousand years in between them. So right, <laughs> uh, you know, I think I think uh, there's a character that has a daughter or a kid in it that you. Like there's a couple that you set up in the first game in Breath of the Wild that has a kid in Tears of the Kingdom, and that kid is around six years old. Oh, okay, that's good to know. I didn't so, know that. Interesting. So, so you know, people are saying like 
probably something around five to ten, you know, years, but probably around six or so. So maybe the problem is Link and Zelda. Uh, it's been so, you know, how like after a few years you just get comfortable, and you forget you're not supposed to go ten <laughs> stories down, dark, horrible stairs under the world to see what's going on. All alone. All alone. Yeah, all and, alone. Uh, with nothing. With and nothing. And if, the, if there's like a whole bunch of historical tablets with a lot of uh, really useful information and one of them is obscured, uh, maybe the first thing you should do is uh, like check out that tablet. Like get the yeah, get the yeah. rocks out of the way, especially, I don't know, if you if you got like Link with you who could probably <laughs> just use a bomb arrow or something and... Uh, <laughs> And his his personal piano player would go do 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 do, and uh, <laughs> and you'd learn something. I know I haven't seen what's on but that. Then, but then you wouldn't get your cool demon hand. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, so Link gets a demon hand, and uh, and the adventure is on. Um, it's it starts out similarly to Breath of the Wild in that you have sort of a a, a small area that you begin in where you learn the main mechanics of the game. And then it is an open world exploration that is, and uh, I think the thing that that uh, is really important about this game and that we should probably spend some time talking about is, um, well, both of the things that are similar and the things that are different. And one of the things that's different is instead, even though it is the overworld map is 100% the same terrain, there are two more maps worth of territory mm-hmm. in in the game. And you don't um, start on the map you're familiar with. You start up in the fucking sky. <laughs> that's right. Islands in the sky. It is an yeah. island in the sky, just like in Avatar. Uh, <laughs> floating rocks. And uh, and then, uh, then you go down to the main world, and then uh, maybe, maybe you fall into a pit. And if you fall into a pit, there is an entire map underneath mm-hmm. the overworld map. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of neat how like the concept of an underworld or you know alternate dark uh, Zelda world isn't something unique to the you know to this game. It's just more literally an underworld. It is a cavernous underground hellscape that is absolutely dark which is it's it's so such a neat mechanic because you know so much of your exploring or at least my exploring in games like this open world games you see something neat off in the distance and you're like i'm gonna go to that and you can't do that in this game when you're underground because you can't see anything that isn't lit up and there's hardly any light at all uh, underground. Yeah, I, I think uh, the 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 one piece of advice that I was given early by my uh, my kids who'd had a chance to play the game for quite a bit longer than I had before I finally got a crack at it. Uh, don't ever in this game think you have enough bright bloom seeds. It's yeah. just yeah. arrows too. Yeah, arrows and bright bloom seeds. Don't be like ah, I don't need to break that crate uh, for the arrow right. that's inside. Yeah, break the crate. Get the arrow. Get the get the bright bloom seeds. Save up your rupees, and every time you run into somebody selling stuff, if they're selling arrows, just go ahead and buy them. Just 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 do it. Uh, have you have you discovered? I haven't done this yet, but uh, so I guess Tim, what what powers have you unlocked? You've unlocked uh, which which what of the powers do you have? 
uh, I have I've all the main powers. I haven't unlocked okay. the the um the uh building power, the the, qu- the quick build. The quick build, which I'm I'm I actually I haven't done that either. Yeah, I'm actually going to schematic or whatever. I'm I think I'm 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 getting ready to go back into it. I think, you know, what we play it differently and and I'm interested in how you two play it too. So, like Alex, my son, um basically played through the story all the way to beating the big boss who is called the demon king and we will we will leave it at that uh and then he went back to start filling in the edges weird um i went to the first three dungeons kind of things uh and because like, I wanted like the bosses, yeah, because I wanted to temples. get the yeah, because I wanted to get the powers, so I unlocked the bird power and the the Zora yeah. power and the and the um, oh wow the rock power. You're way ahead of uh, me. And then I've and then I've been like trying to find, trying to complete a whole bunch of of side quests, trying to fill out the overworld. Uh, the underworld is scary and uh, terrifying, and I. Uh, I'm not the great, great greatest le- uh, Zelda combatant, so uh, I'm trying to get powerful enough that every time I see a, a, a creature in the underworld, I don't scream and run. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I went to the bird place, and fighting that wind guy was hard enough for me that I was like, fuck that. I'm not doing any more temples until I have way more hearts. Like, so I went to Gerudo where the rock guys are and like found the town. I was like, cool, peace. And like sky tower and got out of there. And then I've just been going through and unlocking all the sky towers and occasionally doing shines. But like, man, I am just, I don't, I am, I have not enough hearts or stamina yet. Like, I just feel like, I don't, I don't feel like I am equipped enough to like take on half of this stuff. So I also am not a great combatant when it comes to things and I don't like feeling bad at things. So I tend <laughs> to just, uh, I've been doing a lot of roaming and, uh, exploring and I've been getting a lot of the pictographs. That's, uh, that's something I've done. Like I've probably done eight of those. The, 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 the literal tears of the kingdom, the literal tears of the kingdom. Yeah. Yep. That's something that I did a lot of. Nick, how uh, about you? Uh, how do you, how have you been approaching the game? I, so uh, when I'm playing an open world game, like, like this, Hitting those the the viewpoint the sky towers definitely big big priority for me. So I got I did those right away, and then um, I've I've got uh, I tend to like wander and then get distracted by something and then go do that, and then I'll be like, oh yeah, I was gonna do this thing and maybe I'll go do that and then I'll get distracted and do something else. But uh, I have done. Uh, I have done all four of the, like, not Divine Beast dungeons, uh, and I have all the sages, and I um, I have all the Sky Towers unlocked, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I have auto-build, and um, I think I'm ready to go fight the end boss, the Demon King. Because that's what it's telling me to do, oh. like now is go do that. But there could be something in between, you know, here and there that I'm not knowing when I show up to do that, right? But uh, right now, one of the things I'm doing because 
I feel like I don't have the brain power to play the game and pay attention to it as much is uh, I've been trying to build interesting things and save the schematics <clears throat> to, to auto build them later. And I've been <laughs> ma- mapping out the underground and doing all the little light towers underground. And so I would say I probably have about 90% of the underground lit up uh, with the exception of a, there, there are some places underground where you'll light up a big, huge area. And then right in the middle of it, there's like a dot of darkness. And it's like, Oh, well, okay. There's a tower right there in the middle that I need Mm. to figure out how to get to. Can you ascend to it? Uh, well, sometimes they're completely walled off, so you have to find a way to get to them from above. Okay. Or sometimes they, you will find that they are completely walled off, and there's a passage to get to them, so you have to come from them to them from a completely opposite and counterintuitive direction. Sure. Um, and so. I've been saving some of those little pocket guys for last. And that's basically what I have left for, for lighting up the underground is these little pockets that are left, but I'm real close. uh, I don't know. I don't know about you, Tim, but ascend is the power I forget to use the most (laughs) because it's so new. Like it's the, 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 it's such a new thing. Like you could move stuff in the previous game. So, you know, hand thing isn't as weird. It took me a while to get used to, to like fusing and like attaching things, but like, I'll be like, man, I don't know how I'm supposed to get out of here. And then I'm like, oh, right. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, just, just go up. Yeah. Yeah. There, there have been a lot of times where I, I like do a, do a, do a quick travel to the nearest shrine or something. Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. shit, how do I get out of this cave? Oh, that's right. That's right. You just, just the other, but I actually forget more often than not, if I'm in a shrine and I'm having trouble solving it, it's almost always because I forget about the reverse power. Oh, sure. Oh Yeah. I know that I I know that I'm having there's a, there's a, I have I have probably six abandoned shrines <laughs> where I went in and I was like I did it for like long enough and I was like fuck this and I like just <laughs> <laughs> oh. out and I was like I'll come back that's probably why I don't have very many hearts I've I've been getting better and better at using ascend uh, for people that don't know ascend lets you go up through a ceiling and and be on the other side of it. And there are a lot of puzzles that rely on you going through that. Um, no matter how thick the ceiling is. Right. If it means so, you're going through a whole mountain, you can go through a whole mountain. There are there are even there are some special spots in the underground where you'll see like a pillar that goes all the way to the ceiling to like the overworld. And so from the underworld you can ascend all the way up onto mainland, even in some places. That's like crazy. they're they're very clearly meant for that. But um, so I've been getting better at using ascend. You can like, uh, build platforms where, you know, there's like those slabs of wood and concrete that are all over the place for you to tinker with. You can like really quickly build yourself like a capital I shape and ascend through the top of the eye to get yourself a head start on any climbs. Hmm. So I've been using or you can build yourself like a zigzag of pieces and stick it to a stake and stick it to the wall and then ascend up through each of them, like zoop, zoop, zoop up through. I still haven't found any stakes. I had one in a puzzle, but I, or <laughs> in, a, in a shrine, but I haven't found any in the, 
in the wild, as it were. But uh, the the rewind skill, that is like my go-to, oh, I'm getting into a fight. I better switch to rewind because, hmm. like, uh, I feel like the hardest part of combat is when you're getting ganged up on by a bunch of dudes. And there's always one guy in the back who's, like, throwing rocks or boulders. And the second you see a rock or boulder coming at you, you can just tap R. And then it freezes everything for a second, right? Yeah. Click on their boulder, and the boulder gets sent back at them. (laughs) So, like, it's... Like, of all the powers, it's really the only one that you can use in the middle of a fight very well, and it's actually really handy. It's just hard to get into the habit of it, but it's it's very fun for that. I, I've been informed that you can use Ascend against Stone Taluses. That oh, if you get, oh, no shit. If you get oh. underneath the Stone Talus and you time it just right, you can Ascend right up through that bad boy and uh, smack, its, smack its little gem, gem brain. Oh, uh, that never occurred to me. That's great. It's, <laughs> I uh, I uh, I have never successfully done it, but I I understand it is possible. So it sounds like there are a lot, I, and we we kind of touched on it. Like the new thing in this game compared to, and there's a lot of stuff that you're going to be familiar with if you played Breath of the Wild. There are shrines. There mm-hmm. are Koroks. The the mm-hmm. overworld map is basically the same. You still have to deal with. Weapons that are going to break. All weapons have durability. All weapons will eventually break. Um, but they, they've kind of added stuff to it. And the big thing that, that they added is in the previous game, you had the ability to manipulate objects, to pick them up, to move them around um, using magnesis. Well, now you can pick up objects and move them around, but you can also stick them together. And, uh, and, you can find machines throughout the game that can change how, how these things work. So you can, you can build hover ships, you can build hover platforms, you can build cars. Um, you, you, it it seems there's a seemingly endless variety of things that you can do. Uh, you can build wicker men if you would like, (laughs) uh, there's Nick Nick said he saw someone built a two stage rocket. (laughs) just to launch Koroks into the sun Uh, one of the new Korok puzzles that you'll see a bunch of are there's a Korok with a big backpack strapped to his back and he needs you to he needs your help to bring him to his friend and if you bring him to his friend they give you two Korok seeds because you help two Koroks but what this means is you can pick up and manipulate a Korok and stick him to stuff yep so (laughs) The internet has been having a field day. Like <clears throat> someone had like like a yard of crucifixes with a Korok strapped to the tops oh of them all. <laughs> and That's so pe- fucked up. People are making like giant flamethrower vehicles like Mad Max style with Koroks on them and and stuff like that. How- Speaking of the rewind thing you were saying, Nick, with the the boulder, have you ever used it when the the moblins are throwing bow coblins at you? I wonder if you do that if they'll attack, if they'll just attack the moblin when they get thrown at it, or if they oh. know not to attack their own guys. I don't know. I, I don't either. I, don't, I think it might only work on items, but it's worth I would think, exploring. Yeah, I would think they would know better than to attack their own dudes. But yeah, you think That's that the would? Other thing. Well, do you think that would work with Octoroks too? 
Hmm. Oh, oh, sure. With their stones? Uh, oh, probably. If you're quick. There's this thing that makes me laugh really hard called a battle ta- a battle talus now. Yes. That yeah. is a talus covered in bokob. I know. <laughs> the first time that happened to me, I was like, what the fuck is this? Have you encountered the, the terrifying death hand patch yet? Uh, yes. And um, it scared the shit out of me. I yeah. hate them so much. Yeah. Uh, after I had encountered one, uh, my uh, two children told me that uh, the only um, technique they had come up with to defeat it was to just uh, basically spam it with bomb arrows until it's uh. dead. Yeah, my um, technique is run the fuck away as fast as I yeah. can, if not if not shrine out of there even. The first time it happened, I was like, doop, doop, doo doo. And all of a sudden I'm like, what? What is? Then I was just like, oh my God, like it's coming right at me. Like, they're so hard to escape and so unforgiving. I hate them a lot. My uh, my first trip into the into a chasm, into the underground, was uh, for the... There's a, there's a uh, side quest at Lookout Landing, where you go into the one that's by Lookout Landing. And uh, with, the, with uh, the professor guy, Goggles, or whatever the fuck he is. <laughs> and uh, uh, when I got down there, the first thing I happened upon was a uh, herd of skeletal horses. And I was like, that's pretty cool. I wonder if I can ride a skeleton horse. And I did. And it turns out skeleton horses can walk through gloom. They don't get affected by it. Get so out. My Yeah. So I was just on the skeleton horse, not even giving a shit, just riding into the dark, shooting bright blooms occasionally because I didn't even have to be careful of where I was going. Uh, but that was hubris because then all of a sudden I shot a bright bloom and it landed on some giant fucking monster. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> get, get, get back. Uh, I, so yeah. were you I've able to like, them. were you able to like put the, the skeleton horse in a, in a stable or no, because you can't ride it out. Right. Yeah. Uh, there's no, yeah. I, I wasn't able to get it out. I just ended up having to abandon it down there and I've never seen them since. So, I don't know if they're only at Lookout Landing or what. They're they I've seen them uh down below as well, Molly. I've seen like enemies ride them and I came across a uh a herd of them underground as well. Uh but I haven't had the chance to ride one yet. Um I was exploring the depths and I came across a Coliseum and I was like, Oh dope, I'll fly down and check this out. <laughs> yeah. And uh <clears throat> there's a treasure chest out in the middle. I'm like, sweet. I'll get that as soon as I beat whatever's here. And the door opens and out comes one of those, uh, the Linnells, the like centaur guys. Yeah. But he's all warped and covered in gloom. And this is the first one I've fought this game. I haven't fought a Linnell since breath of the wild. So I'm rusty. I barely get by and I kill him. Another door opens. A second one comes out. <laughs> okay. I'm a little less rusty. I, I can take him. I managed to take the second one out. The door closes. A door opens. A third one comes out. <laughs> I die. It loads my save. And where my save is, is after I beat the second one and when the door opens for the third one to come out. I have no fairies. I have like four hearts left. And so 
after about 20 tries, I managed to beat this third one. I'm like, fucking A, all right, awesome, let's go. <laughs> and then a fourth door opens. <laughs> and that's when I remembered you could fast travel to any shrine, and so I got the fuck out of there. <laughs> uh, I looked it up online. There are five of them. Oh, oh shit. Wow. I, uh, I, I never did very well beating Lionel's uh, mm-hmm. in the... The original game, so I'm gonna have to get better at that. Uh, there's also there's dragons in this. They I don't think they're called dragons, but effectively there's a dragon enemy now that's a mini boss. Uh, it's it's just it, it is so massive. There is so much to do. There's there's a cave system uh, all over, yeah. which is different than the underground. They're just yeah. caves. Uh, which you need to find because that's where you will find bright blue There's seeds. wells that take you down into the caves, yeah. too. Like, in all the stables and in almost every town, there's a well you can just jump in. Yep. And and some of them take you into caves. Some of them take you all the way down into the underworld. Uh, <laughs> it just... it, it, it uh, The depth in this game compared to Breath of the Wild, when Breath of the Wild felt like it was just a never-ending... Yeah. Uh, smorgasbord is is yeah. crazy, crazy. We call this depth of the wild. Depth of the wild. <laughs> uh, they're called they're called gleox. The 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 hydra things, the things that look uh. like King King Ghidorah. Oh yeah, the three head. Yeah, yeah. They're called gleox, and they're from uh, one of the original Nintendo Zelda games. There, yeah, made a couple appearances. The original Legend of Zelda, the first boss, I believe, is a is a Gleon, uh, yeah. first or yeah. second. Yeah. Well, because because there are also dragons. Those are right. the guys up in the sky that that are like. So the first time I saw one in Breath of the Wild, I was like, "What in the actual fuck?" And so now, whenever I see him, I just I love it. I'm always like, "Hi there!" If you're in Hateno Village, uh, Naja shows up all the time, and it's just like, "Hi Naja, hi, I'm down here, hi Naja, I'm up, up, hi." <laughs> if you're um, if you're sufficiently protected against their element, you can ride them, and three of the elemental, three of the four dragons, go down into the depths. Oh, what, for, when you're for, riding them? For half of their path, they go down into the depths, and then they come back up another chasm, and they do half their travel up. So if you're really skilled, you can ride them the entire duration. That's nuts. The The light dragon, the fourth one, takes two real-time hours to run its whole course around the map. Damn. Someone, someone measured it with... Um, there's a thing you can unlock called like Path of the Hero mode. It was yes. something they added in the DLC for Breath of the Wild. Uh, it's an upgrade you can get to your pad, like uh, those traveler medallions. Um, mm. And so they hopped on the light dragon and let it do its thing around the whole uh, world. And they mapped out the whole course and they were like, yep, here's the path it takes two hours. Jeez. Crazy. All right. But you can ride them for that long. I. I rode the fire dragon up from the depths and I was like, this is crazy. Like going up through the like black and red uh, holes in the ground. That's wild. Yeah. Uh, So I guess I'm going to ask, is there anything that was ported from Breath of the Wild that you don't like? I know that uh, Mm -hmm. the weapon durability is, is a little bit of a controversial 
feature with some some players. I don't know how you two feel about it. I I didn't like weapon durability in the first one. I I like it a lot more in this one because of the weapon forging like combination, you know, skill. You can be like I really like this sword and it's almost going to break on me. Well, I better fuse a diamond to it or whatever you're going to fuse to it, right? Does that make so, it a new thing? Does that make it new? It it, it it enhances or changes the durability, yeah. But like, does it get a sparkle? Is it now like, re- when you so you take an almost broken weapon and then fuse something to it, it resets the clock on its durability? That's my understanding and that seems oh, to be the practice, yes. I didn't know that. That's, that's, that's um, good to know. But uh, so the durability was something I didn't like, and now it doesn't bother me as much. Uh, I still don't like cooking, and I think cooking is like the fact that you can't throw in like twenty ingredients and just say make me twenty of these is a is a time waster. Like I just feel like I don't know. Oh, that like I, you you can't put in fifteen and say make me three five five pepper dishes or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yep. It's it just cooking is so fucking slow and tedious. Uh, I, I wish it was a lot. I'm sure some people absolutely love that you can cook, you know, 10,000 different dishes, but like, not me. I like cooking. I do wish that it bothers me that all of the ingredients that give you like stamina or cold resistance or heat resistance or all that, that you have to cook them to release that, that you can't just get a fraction of it eating it raw like i wish i could get like if i get you know five minutes of cold resistance for cooking a pepper i wish i got like maybe one minute of cold resistance for eating a raw pepper because there have been times when that would have saved my fucking ass and instead i have to like oh my god and i and and it's if you like walked if you've been walking for like 20 uh real world minutes to get somewhere and you're and there's no shrine anywhere nearby. And like, you're like, you realize that in order to progress, you have to have a resistance. You don't have cooked up. It's like, Oh my God. Now I have to go find a village or get back or find a cook fire. Cause I don't always have a Zonai cook pot with me. Mm. In fact, I, I, I haven't been able to find anymore. Um, the, I, I do wish you could have at least two effects at the same time. The single effect only ever being in play that they did port over from Breath of the Wild, Tim. That's my answer. I do wish that you could have like cold resistance and your attack up or heat resistance and your defense up or something. Like, I understand they don't want to let you have cold resistance and heat resistance. Like, maybe they can't cancel each other out, but it's frustrating. You can only have one effect active at any given time. And if you accidentally eat the wrong dish, you you delete what you were doing before. Unless you're getting an effect from armor, yeah. Yeah, there's things like, you know, I've got a bunch of stamina mushrooms, and I need, if I could eat one, I could get up that cliff. Yes. But I can't. Um, Because raw, they won't do anything. Yeah. Um, I... What and I I know they can be found, but but one of the things that I find kind of frustrating is the lack of recipes with uh, with cooking because I'd probably have more fun with the ingredients that I had uh, rather than just being being like oh I got a bunch of meat well I can make a bunch of meat skewers by by tossing the meat into the pot yeah um, that that would be that would be helpful I think um, arrow scarcity 
is one of the things that that kind of bugs me that that you're you're constant like kind of fishing for arrows. You're always looking for arrows. Um, and I am rich in arrows. I don't understand what I'm doing wrong. Maybe I I guess my my attack style tends to be run up and get hit a lot and <laughs> smash things with my sword a lot. But I have like like I remember when one of the first times I started playing when Nick and I were playing together and he just like looked up at the because I was I, I was up on the TV we take turns and it was like my, my turn on the TV and he looked up and he's like holy fuck you have a lot of arrows and I was like do I like I just I had like <laughs> seventy like I just I just had and I, he's like where did you buy them I'm like I haven't bought any arrows and like it just it was weird it's weird how. One of the things I love about this game that I have a feeling probably frustrates a lot of people is how vastly different your experiences can be. Mm-hmm. Even if you are playing, you are two people like who are very similar, you know, playing the game. You can come at it from very different points of view. I, I was saying to Nick, I wish when I was up in the sky world, I wish that uh, for that first island, I wish I had gone to the non-cold one first and I went to the cold place first, which was a big pain in my ass. And if I had gone to the other one first, there's three. And if I'd gone to the second, the, the one, the other one that's a little easier to get to, there were all those helpful robots that would have taught me a bunch of shit and given me a bunch of shit that would have made it a lot easier to do the other thing. <laughs> like, and so I had a very frustrating start to the game just because I, I went left instead of right. Right. You know, it's like one of those kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, and there's, there is certainly frustrations about that. What, but what, uh, what would you say your favorite thing about, uh, the game is new or old? Mm. Uh, boy, I think that the thing that's going to have me playing, uh, <clears throat> a long time that's new is the, is the, the creation, the, um, the vehicle creation stuff. Uh, I've, I've been trying to make a, a semi autonomous flying death drone. <laughs> uh, and I'm, I'm really close to pulling something off here that can fly around and just destroy everything from above with laser beams. I've seen some people make similar things online, but, uh, I think that's where the longevity of play is good in the replayability is going to be is fucking around with, with shit and building stuff. But the, I really love the story though, too. The story has been absolutely dynamite. Uh, yeah. Those succinct. Yeah. Uh, I think for me, I think it's just the, for the new one, it's having the three levels uh, is very cool. I like the idea that, uh, that, that, uh, that you can, I really like being able to, cause one of the things I always did in breath of the wild, which you should do if you're playing breath of the wild ever is climb up as high as you can and jump off and use your glider to see what you can see and see how far you can get. Cause you'll get a lot further and you can get over shit. You couldn't get over on foot if you don't have a lot of stamina. And this game takes that to a whole new level, no pun intended. Like, I mean, really, you can, that whole, like, you can get so high up and therefore go so far. Uh, It's, I like, I really enjoy, I I think I've probably done that more than anything else so far in the game is just go high up and and just see what I can see to see, to see cool shit. Also, when you get to the top of something, there's almost always a Korok there. Yeah, Uh, yep. (laughs) Yeah, I, I, my favorite thing in Zelda, and it's it's kind of my favorite thing in in 
in, in Breath of the Wild, and it's kind of my favorite thing in Tears of the Kingdom too. Uh, I, I just I I think shrines are great. I love the little puzzle aspect mm-hmm. to them. Uh, the puzzles in these shrines they tend to have more puzzles than the shrines in Breath Breath of the Wild. If if usually it's like three, it's a, usually a three step puzzle to get mm-hmm. to get through the shrine. Uh, and I enjoy the hell out of them. I I I, I could spend all day on them. I uh, I love the three level thing that because and I don't know if it's because I'm. Uh, little bit afraid of heights. I have so much anxiety when I'm in the sky. <laughs> Even though you really can't fall, die falling from the sky because you can shrine jump. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, sure, you could you could yeah. shrine jump. Yeah, that's true. I've never done that. I, I've actually instead died several times falling from the sky because uh, I the ground was rushing up to meet me faster than I realized. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, there's uh, so many islands where there's something like on the side of the island in the sky and you got to you got to make the jump to try and get to it. And of course, if you miss it, well, then shit. Now you got to do however much time it takes to to get back to that point to find that that hidden that hidden cave or that hidden under under part of the island. And so I get this anxiety that I'm just going to fall to my death, even though I don't have to fall to my death. Uh so, uh, you, Tim, you know the um, if you get your equipment upgraded by the great fairies, if you get any set of equipment upgraded to level two, they give you a, a perk. Yep. Um, like the cold gear makes it so you can't be frozen by enemy attacks, right? So the um, the outfit that helps you glide better. If you upgrade each piece of that to level two, you don't take any fall damage. Holy shit. And so there are videos of people like jumping off uh, like one of the flying dungeons and diving and diving all the way down to the ground and just full on impact, slap it into the ground and just walk it away with no damage. (laughs) I mean, I I realize that they can't, uh, the overworld is, is pretty much mapped. So you can't change it, which is too bad because there should be impact craters when you do that sort of thing. Right. (laughs) That would be, that would be amazing. Um, is there anything new that, uh, you kind of, kind of doesn't appeal to you or that, that you would uh, like to see different? Boy. Um, so I really like the way your your champion powers worked in Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. and having these little avatar idiots follow you around is so damn annoying. That's and I mine know too. <laughs> I know you can turn them off, but like their powers are very very convenient, uh, and I want to use the powers. But if I want to use the Gerudo you know, lightning sages powers, which is a long distance thing. It's tied to you shooting arrows. You have to get her to come over to you so you can talk to her to use her power. But when there's enemies around, her behavior is to run up to them and engage in (laughs) close-up combat. So in order to use my long distance power, I have to run up to this person and talk to them all close up to enemies and I know you can hold down down to whistle and get them to come over to you, but they're awkward as shit. They're so fucking stupid. Well, and then you're whistling, and the enemies hear you too. Right? Yeah. Like every, everyone hears you whistle. Like your whistling is not subtle. Yeah. 
I, I, I also, the, the frustrating thing with that is sometimes I'll be like pressing the A button for another reason, but I accidentally yes. talked to Sidon and now I've got my little, my little water shield around me and I'm, uh-huh. and I'm like, I, now I got to press, press Y to get the fucking water shield from around me because I don't need it right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I feel like there was a way to do that. The only one that it really works is the, um, the Rudo power, um, which, you know, if you're gliding, you can just use it. Um, yeah, yeah, I've had her. I've had her gust me on the ground because I'm like, if I'm like, and I'm like, I was sneaking up to something, and then there was like a mushroom on the ground, and I was like, ooh, mushroom, and I went to grab it, but she was too close to me, and so she went, and like, blue wind, which just like just fucked all the horses off you know yeah. <laughs> i was like come I, on <laughs> i've scared away i've scared away fairies with uh by accidentally activating have, a power i haven't seen a fairy yet and i haven't gotten a bottle where do i get the fucking bottle i got a jug of milk do i need to drink the milk is that you it don't, you don't need <laughs> bottles you just you have them you just raw dog them in your pouch i raw like dog fairies in this yeah you raw dog fairies there there are a lot of fairies in the sky um but uh, there's like little little floating islands with ponds and you'll find fairies up there. I uh I accidentally gusted uh some animal parts off the off a cliff. <laughs> so I got done yeah. with this big huge fight and I was tapping A to pick things up and it yeah. was like dust gone, fucking yeah. all your all your stuff gone. So annoying. I uh I got up to the zero or the low gravity area and was working really hard. And then I was like, that's when I was like, I don't think I'm going to fight bosses for a while anymore. <laughs> Cause I was just like, I was thinking about it and I was like, it was hard. It was so hard for me to beat. Nick can attest to this. It was so hard for me to beat the, the sludgy mini boss. Like, I think I had to do it 15 times. And, uh, and then I was like, I said to Nick, I'm like, this is going to be more of that, isn't it? He's like, I mean, it's not, not that. (laughs) And I was like, all right, bye. (laughs) Sludgy mini, is that the shark? Is that the. Uh, the one that is when the, when the prince and his betrothed are having the fight. And then all of a sudden, oh no, a sludgy guy came out of nowhere and he's so sludgy. So sludgy. I learned how to, you know, do around it, but like so much of this game. Is this is one of the things I don't like. I mean, I like it. I, I, it's just it's frustrating for me. So much of the game, nothing is really explained to you, really. And then parts of the game are, I feel, over-explained. Like, they'll be like, you need to go to the town and find the guy with the red feathers. I'm like, no, I understand. And then every person is like, have you gone to the town yet? There's a guy with red feathers there. <laughs> and you're like, yes. But then they're like, Okay, cool. Here's my water power. Now fight this man immediately. You're like, what's yeah. happening? <laughs> yeah. There's uh uh that that boss of that dungeon was my least favorite of the four for sure. Um, but uh all of the bosses have they respawn in the depths in different places where you can go like refight them. And I found a schematic for a a rainmaker, a sprinkler system, <laughs> uh, which is it's a, a a floating platform with a wheel mounted on it, and mounted on the wheel are two fire hydrants pointed down, and then there's a rocket on the back. So when you activate it, the rocket shoots it up into sky. The wheel starts spinning, and the hydrants start dumping water. So it just that's starts- what I want. 
<clears throat> so I want that. <laughs> I went. I went. I found the that boss in the depths again, and I spawned a rainmaker. <clears throat> and that fight was all of a sudden a uh, very easy. <laughs> if he gets hit with any water, it makes him wilt and vulnerable to attack, and it clears away all the goo. It's amazing. Well, I have to. Ch- that's that's what I need is a goo gun. <laughs> anti goo gun. Yeah, I mean I now I do appreciate that you can basically attach anything to an arrow. And Yeah, uh, that is very cool. And it, you can throw anything like a weapon. So like the, and it's the same kind of menu, so it's very instinctively this, you know, like you get it's the same kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, uh there are a bunch of items like uh enemy horns that it doesn't say this in the descriptions explicitly but when added to an arrow they actually do double their damage and so it's mostly it's mostly horns monster horns but um you attach them to a weapon yeah sure it's like a plus eight or whatever because you used a mo goblin horn but when you attach it to an arrow it's more like plus 16 but the div, but but you can only use it that one time, right? So right. you got to make your shot count. But I just think that's another example of like them not telling you things in the game that you got to kind of figure out or hear someone from someone else. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, 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 it's a it is a great game, and I'm probably going to be playing it for about six months. <laughs> yeah, uh, no shit. I, I need to I need to kind of kind of limit my time. You know, and I and I will say that I'm terrible at boss fights. I've I've gone through three dungeon bosses, and I did not beat any of them on the first try. Um, it, they they follow a similar Zelda pattern in that you know the first half of the fight tends to be the easiest, uh, and then they get considerably tougher. And uh, I would uh, the feature that I would uh, like to ask the creators of Zelda make if they are going to continue the. Uh, the enemy gets tougher for the second half is let me save between the first and the second half <laughs> because I just get so sick of beating them halfway and then dying. Uh, I would rather just fight that second half over and over again. Or like refill my hearts or something, right? Like give a girl a break. Like maybe after I beat his first incarnation, it's like, oh, your imaginary health is back up to full. So at least you have a fighting chance because that'll happen to me, right? Beat the first incarnation with very little left. I've used all my food. I'm like, oh, I finally did it. And then it's like, oh, no. I mean, you're not going to get past this. It's over for you, Molly. (laughs) (laughs) Now I got to go back to find a cook pot for my. Anyway, are there any final thoughts before we sign off about uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom? It's good. You should play it. You don't have to play Breath of the Wild. If you've, you certainly don't have to beat Breath of the Wild. I know a lot of people who are like, well, I didn't beat Breath of the Wild, so I don't think I can play this yet. Well, here's a solution. Pretend that everything was good and you won Breath of the Wild. What do you think the story would be? That's there. I've caught you up. <laughs> like, uh, it's, a, it's another classic. It's another instant masterpiece. Uh, I'm glad they took their time with it. And uh, yeah. People will be playing it for years and coming back to it for for decades. Yeah, I, I'm probably gonna 
spend a, a ridiculous amount of time trying to get every Korok seed because I'm just entertained by the little the little Korok mini games and finding them in in every in every nook and cranny. It just uh, it never ceases to to keep me going. Um, so if you're playing Tears of the Kingdom, I hope you're enjoying it. Let us know what your favorite parts of the game are in the comments or uh, or on Facebook. Uh, you can support us on Patreon. We always like to bring that up. We uh, have great support. We've gotten a new website out of it. And uh, if you support us on Patreon, you get to listen to these episodes early, sometimes days, sometimes weeks, sometimes even months. It's amazing. We do have five questions that you can answer. Uh, we don't have any answers right now so you can uh you can go ahead and uh send them to us anytime you want we've uh, even suggested you go ahead and do um ai generated five questions you don't even have to think them up yourself Uh, yeah just just send you don't even have to do answers you can just send us questions i don't even give a shit just send us five something yeah five (laughs) of something send us five of your favorite words right now yeah because otherwise we have to generate all the content ourselves and you've had to listen to that for the last 45 minutes is that what you want every week maybe it is but we don't so Help us out. Send us in something new. You can send those to five questions at geekswithoutgod.com or five questions at geekswithoutgod.com. <laughs> we are uh, very, very much, uh, we very much appreciate all our Patreon supporters. We appreciate everybody who has listened to us today. Check out, uh, Bre- not Breath of the Wild, check out Tears of the Kingdom, but also Breath of the Wild if you haven't played that yet. They're both great games. Uh, another uh, knockout of the park from Nintendo with what uh, most people would not define as their flagship uh, because they would say that's Mario. They're wrong. It's Zelda. Uh, there, I said it. And uh, we'll be back next week talking about uh, something that's probably not a video game. We'll figure it out. Have a good week. Bye. 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 Ha! Ha! Hi! Ha! do 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 We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We don't recognize moral authority. We don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks, geeks without God. Until next time, you can find us blogging at geekswithoutgod.com. You can follow us on Twitter at geekswithoutgod. And you can even like us on Facebook. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks without God. Until I can kill stone taluses without freaking out.